Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 454th episode of the Puckle Podcast. Here I am today with my, I don't know if I want to say uh, sleepy, but maybe jovial. Jovial is a nice, nice word. That's your SAT word today. Jovial co-host. We've got uh, Linian and uh, Claude Nine. Hello. I know it's going to be so exciting. Tired is accurate. Tired for you is accurate. I don't know if that's accurate for Claude, though. I'm I'm always and never tired at the same time. Yes. So you're an adult. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. Uh, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I made up in 2007, and we've kept it because branding. We talk everything here from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Today is actually something in between. I am very yeah. proud about that. Like, this is something that we don't really do that often. We don't talk about the animation of uh, Pokemon that often. We're not talking about the main anime today, though, as you could probably tell by the topic. But without further ado, I guess we should go ahead and uh, ask you guys what you've been up to lately and if anything new's been going on with, with life, the universe, and everything. Uh, as far as as far as with the, the Pokemon stuff, I we just wrapped up Summer League. That, yeah. was, mm-hmm. that was a bunch of fun. We had a record number of people qualified, too, by the way. Yeah, it was kind of crazy to watch. <laughs> well, so like this is like record numbers in like lots of ways. So like history of Summer League is we usually go, yeah, you need eight badges. I've been doing Summer League since like Puckle started first. Right. When we brought it back, because like Bo wanted it back <laughs> in 2014. When we brought it back in 2014, it would be like, yeah, you need eight badges. But then we'd be like, well, you really only need five. Because that was the only way we could get enough people in the tournament. <laughs> right. And now it's just like, yeah, we've got like, I don't know, it's like 10 or 12 people like like qualified, qualified. with eight badges. It's crazy. It's like 10 or 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Uh, I was right. My range was good. So, uh, yeah, I finished doing the electric gym, which was fun because I alternated between uh, sweeping people with Alolan Raichu and sweeping people with uh, Thunder Punch Conkledur. Ooh. That that was a lot of fun. I caught a random shiny. I was just trying to avoid a Kingler to get to a raid beacon, and I didn't. <laughs> and then the Kingler was shiny. What are the odds? That's a thing. Yeah, patiently waiting for the uh, alleged hidden ability capsule so I can make it a good Gigantamax Statue of Liberty. I don't even <laughs> know if it's good. It's still... <laughs> It's still well, a, a good Kingler. version of that. <laughs> Kingler's cool though. It's one of my favorite Gen One Pokemon. The problem with the problem with Kingler is it's a water type, and everything else is a water type. Mm-hmm. 
And its coverage is no? It Yeah, it, what coverage? It's not no, it just could be better. Tell me what moves it has outside of normal and water type moves. I think it gets Brick Break, maybe. It I think it's it like X's or two. And Rock Slide, and that's it. That's not a bad move pool. But I'm it has it. Sheer Force and nothing to use Sheer Force with. Rock Slide? Rock Slide. That's basically it. Crab Hammer? Crab Hammer. Crab yeah. Hammer doesn't have a bonus effect, though. Liquidation? Liquidation. Yeah. <laughs> Point stands, Kingler is not great. Waterfall? Uh, waterfall? Is waterfall? Waterfall? Great? It does not get Waterfall, because I've used one, because I was like, what? oh, perfect. Yeah, I was using one in a game, I was like, Liquidation perfect, I've anyway. now got a Waterfall person, and then I uh, got to that badge. Nope. Let me see what else it gets. It has uh, Liquidation. <laughs> okay, but Claude, tell us your story. Tell us, tell us about uh, your life. Hi. Um, well, so it all started, you know, yeah. ma- many moons ago. Many moons ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've been busy with PDL and Poke the Episode battles and yeah, yeah, editing. Yeah. King of editing. Well, sub-king of editing, because you're not Aussie. No, no, I'm not Aussie. <laughs> I'm his little henchman. <laughs> I like to see it as if uh, Aussie's like the head of like one of, of like Team Aqua, I'm one of the admins. Ah, the they, there's a guy for that. Matt, yeah. Yeah. And that actually fits pretty well for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're Matt. Mm-hmm. I'm Matt. I can be Giovanni and Ozzy can be Archie. I'm into it. I just I just <laughs> picked a team, but yeah, sure. I think that just makes Sigma call res. Yeah, oh, it Sigma's does. absolutely oh, call res. Uh, absolutely. Abs- we need to cosplay now. Oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> I don't know how much I would pay to see Ozzy in... Uh, Archie cosplay. <laughs> but it's definitely more than zero dollars. I would be super into the idea of us each getting assigned some kind of canonical villain from the Pokemon universe that we all cosplay as that. That would be hilarious. Next Pokemon. <laughs> next time we get together. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. The next time. That'll be. That sounds like a fun time. I'm really it into does. that idea. And then we go to a bar. <laughs> Oh, well, we should absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. 100%. Go to a bar. I'm going to bring a little Persian plushie on like a leash. It's going to be great. <laughs> right. It's going to be great. I'm going to drag it around. Uh, and then I'll just. We'll I'll demand just... water and more water. <laughs> and then not enough water. <laughs> not drink it. Just leave it there. <laughs> Can I get another water? But, sir, you have some right in front of you. I asked for more water. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cycle here. You're supposed to give the glasses back. So No, more water. No, more water. The Pokemon need places to live. <laughs> Every time you get a glass, you just drop a goldfish in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's great. That's what, absolutely what we should do. I finished up my gym battles this week. I haven't done uh, too much. I went to stream, but I was just like, uh, I was really out of it er- earlier this week. So I didn't get the chance to do that. But we will, uh, we will finish up that uh, Nuzlocke grind session, I promise. Absolutely need to do that so we can go take on the Elite Four. I want to do it real bad. We're so close to the end. We're so close to the end, and I want to finish it so we can go to like another game, like Soul Silver or something. Like I think that would be a good time, just going through Soul Silver and taking gears. Yeah, but that's gonna be a miserable game to grind at the end. If I know, but I want to go in order, man. I want to go in order. Order, but only play the remakes. We we can skip Gen Three. Gen Three, I could go either way on playing the remake or playing the OG version. Or Emerald. Yeah. I like both very much so, like as an idea. Because Omega Alpha, Ruby Alpha Sapphire is at least good because like at least you get the experience share. Like modern. And you never need share. to grind anything. And you never need to grind. Like that's great. I'm not against that idea. 
But that ruined Pokemon. It's now quote unquote easy because you don't spend hours fighting my nun. I have never been the person that complained about that. <laughs> Like I, I've never understood the complaint. Uh, I have never been the person that complained about that. I do understand the complaint. We can't turn it off now. Yeah, that's annoying. I understand that. I like having the option there, and I think that's minimal effort to provide that option. But I wouldn't be surprised if at this point it's kind of like baked into the code. Like that's just how leveling works, and they can't like simply just like turn it on and off as they did in the past. I wouldn't be surprised if that's like a difference. I don't know the source code. Somebody else who does can tell me that and tell me I'm wrong. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case, just with like their history of how they code. Mm -hmm. We'll stop here and uh, we've got some news to talk about. So let's kick it on over to the news. Let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got almost exciting things to talk about. So <laughs> this is such a dry spell. I don't remember a dry spell of Pokemon news like this since 2015. I'm gonna be completely honest. <laughs> but to be fair, like it's like this for just video game news in general too, right now, particularly Nintendo. So because like the hot topic is Pikmin 3's coming out again. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thatch is more excited for that than he should be. Moving on, in the Pokemon sphere, the next batch of Pokemon Journeys episodes will release on Netflix in the US on September 11th. So get oh, ready for exciting. another 12 episodes Ooh. of the Pokemon anime on Netflix. I really, I do really enjoy that it's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. My only problem is it's only 12 episodes at a time because every 12 weeks. Yeah. Yep. They intend for you to just watch one episode a week. And that is absolutely not how I watch them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not at all. <laughs> that bothers me. I want to be able to sit down, watch them. I wish I could do the Saturday morning cartoons. I miss Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. Me too. I absolutely miss the, uh, the the Saturday morning cartoons. I want to sit down with a bowl of fruity pebbles and just just watch some cartoons. <laughs> I wish I could, but I can't because I'm an adult. That's just like a thing because it used to be an event when you were a child. Saturday morning cartoons. That is no longer a thing. Cartoons are just on on all the time. Well, yeah, I remember getting up at like nine a.m., getting your food, and then watching straight to like noon. You could start at like seven a.m. and go until oh, yeah. noon. It was crazy. Like you get up. You get your cereal, and you can watch five hours of just, like, great kids' television. I remember watching, what's it, was it Pokemon Adventures? Was that Hoenn? Uh, that was no, Pokemon Advance. 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 I clearly remember watching Advance and even Diamond and Pearl doing that. I remember getting up, like, as a kid and just, like, being super hyped for that. You get up, you watch from, like, 7 to noon, you're really excited, and you've got, like, all the schedules for all of the different Saturday morning cartoon blocks. Mm-hmm. And you know which one, which channel to switch to for which show at what time. I remember that a lot. Without too much on reminiscing. Let's talk about all of the disappointing things that GameStop did this week. So there was almost a cool thing, and cool is in just like five sets of air quotes. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> the upcoming non-shiny, just standard Gigantamax Copperaja Dynamax Crystal event for the U.S. has been canceled. It was supposed to run from uh, the 14th through the 31st of August. Dynamax cr uh, Crystal event? So, yes. So there was... You might not in, remember. <laughs> you might not remember. 
So there's a, so in Watchtower Ruins, there's just like a weird tower there. And there are items called Dynamax crystals that you throw in and they start a very specific encounter. Um, there was a, if you bought the double pack, I think yeah. you got a crystal in each game. If you bought the double pack, you got one for like Larvitar and another one for, uh, Dino. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It was, right. it was something like that. That way you could get them early game and you could go through the game with them and you could have a good time. But um, they've been heavily underutilized since. Yes, uh, they have been zero utilized since. Zero. Uh, this was, I think this is the second one you could get in North America, period. Yes. Outside of the like dual pack, this is the first time they've been used. <laughs> uh, in, in the US, Japan has had a couple more of them. Uh, but there is no information if they'll be rescheduled. I, I cannot imagine I care if it gets rescheduled. We've yes. had, what, five chances for the rate up on Copperaja? This was delayed, right? This was already delayed. Yeah. Because this was supposed to be a tie-in with the TCG release of the last set, not this most recent set, the set before uh-huh. this. So it was already delayed because of COVID. And so they delayed it again, obviously, because of COVID. And it's not like we just had like a rate event for steel and rock types anyway. And Copperaja was part of that. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know that I care. I don't. There are other events going on worldwide. If you're not in Japan or Korea, they're not anything of note. So, huzzah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shiny Celebi and Zarud are out, I guess. That's yeah. the thing. We talked in about that Japan. last week, though. If you can get your hands on them, the codes will actually work and you'll get a U.S. Zarud. Just as a heads up. Or I guess a North American Zarud, not a U.S. Zarud. That's very narrow-minded of me. I apologize, Canada. I'll need to, you know, get my hands on one of those codes then. I like how you correct yourself from North America and then name one other country. (laughs) That's the joke. (laughs) Also, I know our demographics. (laughs) Well, it's also kind of because they are north of America. Right. Ten little men, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm not. Oh, Claude, tell us about uh, tell us about what you can do with your VR headsets. Oh, the the Pokemon Virtual Fest is that what you're talking about? Oh, yes. It's, what a it's joy! Active and running, um, <laughs> it's running until August 31st, but it's Japan only. Uh, apparently, there's some way to get into it. Yeah, there's like there's some apps that you can use to get into it. I don't want to go into like the details here, but you can do it. I haven't heard anything that's like mind blowing about it. <laughs> No, it, it's it's just a virtual fest. Mm-hmm. And it's all in Japanese, so good luck. I wish it wasn't in Japanese. So I, I think every game should just have a language option from now on. It's not even a game. It's supposed to be like, hey, go to Pokemon Land. Here you go. Yeah, but that's still a game. In video game news, Play Pokemon has started its own podcast in cooperation with TPCI. It's just a bunch of TPCI people, actually. And it's hosted by Jay Blake. We all know who that is. Who? Oh, I don't okay. know. Who I have is. no idea who that is. It's a fairly narrow focus. Uh, it just discusses the VGC meta, and uh, also it also talks about. I believe they do t- TCG as well. And, uh, it's essentially all the people who used to be judges that ended up working for TPCI. That's who. So it that's is. who I want talking to me. I mean, I'm okay with this. I mean, it, it's content. People seem to enjoy it. The comments yeah, were no. full of people who never heard of a Pokemon podcast before. So maybe it'll get them more interested, and they'll accidentally stumble on us. That'd be cool. That'd be great. Sure. I have no strong feelings about this. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't feel like... I'm not scared. I'm not, like, worried or anything. IGN did something similar, like, back when Pokemon Go dropped. We're still here. IGN's not, though, to be fair. They did, like, three episodes and they were out. We'll see how long this play Pokemon lasts. I don't think they realize how much work goes into this. 
That's all there is there. We should talk about Pokemon Go now. Oh, boy. The most exciting of topics. Kick us off, Lydian. Fantastic. Uh, as part of the Ultra Unlock Bonus Challenge, Unova Week is active and will last until the 21st, so you've got a couple of days uh, to get through that if you're listening to this on Monday. Uh, various Unova Pokemon will appear more frequently, and a bunch of other ones can be hatched out of 7-kilometer eggs. Everyone's favorite mechanic, mm-hmm. 7-kilometer oh, eggs. I can't believe like how much of it just boiled down to the eggs, which is really upsetting. Like I, They've really leaned into it in the past year. Eggs, yes. This is how we make our money. Incubators. We wish that we had put a master's gotcha in the game, but we didn't, so here we are. Yeah. And even then, like, you're limited on the number of spins on that, too. Mm-hmm. Let's assume that you can, like, instantly hatch all of the eggs. You can only get so many seven kilometer eggs a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can only open so many gifts a day. Yep. There's a limit on that. And they're not even all going to have an egg, so. Yeah. It's a really stupid lottery system. If it was pay to win, I don't know that I'd be as upset. <laughs> <laughs> I Like, I'll be completely honest with you. I've I've never been upset with that model in Pokemon. 100%. Like everybody's being everybody's like, "Oh, Pokemon's making us pay for more Pokemon in Sword and Shield." Yeah, let me do it. I'm more than happy to. Here, have my $30 so I can have so I can have Nidoking King back. I'll happily do that. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of Pokemon have been added. Uh the Sewada line, Amolga, uh Buffalon, and then I think I think I might be forgetting one. Oh, yeah, we can finally get Whimsicott in the game. Yay! I can hear the cheering all the way from Italy. <laughs> That's why we can't see her right now. That's why she's not on the show. She's too busy I'm trying to get them. Try to hatch all those eggs. Mm-hmm. They're in the wild. The oh, cottony are, are in the wild. wild. Oh, yeah, okay. these, these are on the wild. The, the only one that's weird is Buffalant because Buffalant's technically a regional and it's only around New York. Of all places, yeah. Oh, because Buffalo, I guess. Yeah. No, because of Unova. Still. Uh, Unova's based on New York City. I was thinking okay. Buffalo, New York, because yeah. Buffalant, Buffaloes. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Claude, tell us about the next Community Days. Ah, oh, well, there are Community Days that are coming up for September and October, and they're going to be cited by the viewers at home. Ah, no. Anyone that wants. Yes, it's by the players. <laughs> And there are four options you get to vote for, and I will be saying these in the exclamation that Pimagay has left out for me. Porygon, Charmander, Grimer, and Caterpie. <laughs> so, we don't know how, but I'm assuming it'll be the top two of those votes. Uh, you can clearly see what Pimagay yes. is voting for. <laughs> Porygon's the right answer. Like, 100%. Uh, I've I've had so many Porygons in, like, my 10k eggs that I don't ever want to see one again. So my biggest frustration was, like, when they dropped evolution items in the game when Gen 2 started. I got so many upgrades and no other evolution items for the longest time. Yep. And yep. I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like those uh, dragon scales that are useless. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I got so many. I wish you could, like, sell them for coins or do something useful. Like, even just, like, handing them to another player would be great. Because it's not, like, ruining their economy, because you can't, like, go and buy them with coins. You know I what I mean? I think that would be a really interesting feature, is if they did, like, a buyback for items. Not necessarily all items, but, like, yeah. at least the evolution items, where it's... Or even, like, a, even like a Settlers of Catan-type deal, where, like, I could take three up- upgrades and trade them mm. in for, like, one sunstone. sunstone. Yeah. Something like that. That would be really cool. Or have them spit out Stardust if you uh, sell it, so... Yeah, yeah either, either Stardust is anything. fine, too. 
Because it's just useless bag space that I don't want to throw away. Yeah, no, I, I think this is absolutely stupid, and I hope I hope they fix it. So I guess it's going to be the top two vote getters. Go have fun, I guess. Can't wait for Porygon Community Day followed by Charmander Community Day because that that's we've already what's going to happen. Well, so it's for new players, so I totally get it. Charmander Community Day was like three years ago. We also, I, I have a feeling that we're going to want some more Charmander candy with Mega Evolution coming, and if that thing has two of them. I'm hoping by the time they get to the Charmander Community Day, like Mega Evolution's already put in, but who knows? No, no, no. That's, that's asking way too much. I'll, like, rage for a week when it happens, but it, it'll be fine. I'll get over it. <laughs> There's a few things in uh, in Puckle News. One, like we talked about at the beginning, Summer League is over by the time you're listening to this. Sorry. Sorry you didn't get enough badges. It's your fault, not mine. Thank you for those of you who did participate. Uh, the playoffs are going to be starting this week or next week. Thank you for that. It was uh, it was a really big, great turnout this year. Just in tournaments in general, we've had like really great turnout this year. I appreciate everybody who takes the time to do that and hang out. We're also going to be doing, I want to just remember, remind everybody that next week, the Puckle Podcast will be live, 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 live over on twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast around 10 a.m. August 22nd. Ah, so Saturday. Saturday. Yes, I should have said that. Thank you, Claude, for the, mm-hmm. for the clarification. <laughs> And we're going to be raising money for Child's Play. It's going to be a long stream. I don't know when it's going to end, but it's going to start at 10, and my hope is to make it at least to 10 p.m. ETT again. So we'll mm-hmm. put out schedules on our socials throughout the week for this as we get everything nailed down. We had a really good turnout for the last one, and I hope you guys just come out. Even if you can't donate, just come and hang out. That's going to help us get more people to come into the stream and hopefully donate to the to the cause as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But on that note, it's time to uh, quiz our co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. So let's head on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. That means Claude and Linian are going to be operating together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions brought to us from our Discord and nowhere else. Questions have been received from nowhere else because I don't compile them. Our lovely friend Liger does. Um, and if you send them in an iTunes review, Liger's not checking there. Um, or the email. So check them out over on the Discord. Uh, so... We so Claude and Linian, like I said, are going to be operating as a team. They have five questions. Each question's worth one point apiece, except for I guess now the two times they're not. <laughs> they do also have a hint that they can use uh, to help them figure out the questions as well. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to uh, ask them. Uh, we're going to ask them these questions. There's a possible total of eight points. They're in a race with their fellow co-host to. Uh, 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets a $25 credit to PokemonCenter.com. Uh, and so we're going to go at $20 credit. Did I say 25 again? You said 25. I got so excited. It's, oh, 20. Went up, it's 20. It's 20. It's okay. 20. Don't okay. get excited. Okay. Get your excitement back down. Um, and This is the first time I get to compete, so I'm excited. No and you what. as a listener, if you if you get your question read, you'll be putting a drawing for $20 credit over at AnimeGravy.com uh, if you're in the U.S. Uh, so on that note, we are going to go ahead and start up these questions. Our first question this week is going to be from the Muffin Man 19. Wow. Okay. In Gen 8, what is the only TM you can learn that will always fail? Is attract a TM? Uh, in Gen 8? In Gen 8? I think it's a TM in Gen 8. That would make sense because it doesn't have a gender. 
Yeah, and therefore the coding just fails on that. Because I know they liked keeping Attract as a TM throughout the generations. For some unknowable reason. Uh, because of Whitney, and only because of Whitney. I think Attract is a TM, though. Um, yeah, that's the only question. I, I would say Attract. Attract is correct. You guys are one for one. All Ooh. right. Our next question is going to be from uh from Trainer Gray. This is a manga question. Hope you're ready, oh, fans. No. Oh, we're dead. Yep. In the Pokemon Adventures manga, the English translation, what is Green's first Pokemon? Green being the female character, um, in the English translation. That's who she is, because green and blue get flipped between the Japanese and English translations. Wait. Is she the one that had the Eevee? I think I th- I don't know, but or, or she's Squirtle or something like that. Like I remember being one of those like Pokemon. Um, maybe, but I thought she also had a Ditto because of um, she, she an does infamous panel. So uh, uh, she- I'm trying to remember like the Pokemon like adventures game that someone made <laughs> off of the manga. Is there, like, is there like, really a ROM for that? That's yeah, cool. there's a there's a fan made game that basically goes through. That's the sweet. first part of it. And I remember watching someone go through it, and I do not remember what she had, but I do remember the ditto, and I remember a Squirtle. That's all I remember. Oh, no, 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 no. No. When you were talking about that, it, it reminded me from the thing. No, no, no. Uh, in that ROM, her, her highest level is always Jigglypuff. Oh, so maybe it's Jigglypuff then. Yeah. I think that's our best get. Is Jigglypuff your answer? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Jigglypuff is... Correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing about her like using it to float in the manga, uh, and then eventually when she gets Blastoise, she uses it as a jetpack. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Where is this design, Pokemon? Yeah, the manga's got some of the craziest stuff in it. The manga's talking about like those those like travel Pokemon or HMs, yeah. jetpacking Blastoise that just shows up and flies you to the top of buildings. Mm-hmm. Now we just need one way for Venusaur to serve as fly, and then we get the perfect no, Venusaur is cut. Oh, the pedal. Venusaur's pedal and, like, vine whips can just helicopter. All right, Gen, Gen 9, you get to choose your starter, but only as our transport. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our next uh, question is going to be from Picard. It's Pokemon Sword Entry States. It moves with blinding speed and lobs poison at its, poison at its foes. Featuring this Pokemon as a main character is a surefire way to make a movie or a comic popular. Who's that Pokemon? That feels like a bug type. It moves at blinding speeds, lobbing poison. Uh, wh- why do I think this is Toxicroak for some reason? Um, uh, um, I think Toxicroak is not a a bad. Uh, let guess. me think. Um. The other th- oh, sorry. So, so blinding speed. Yes. What is stupidly fast? I I, I don't know that Zara Aura spits out poison. It, it, it can do sludge bomb, but like I'm trying to think. Like, can uh, can you repeat the dex entry again? There was sure. something else in that that I wanted. It think. moves with blinding speed and loves poison at foes. Featuring this Pokemon as a main character is a surefire way to make a movie or comic popular. What looks like a superhero? Well, it's got because the 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 whole thing about superheroes in book like they're heavily tied to bug type. Oh, uh, a Selgor. 
Yes, I'm gonna. We're gonna go down. Excelgor. All right, Excelgor is correct. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is correct. I you get two points for that because I was about to give you the second entry, but you did not need it. So good for you. Oof. Um. All right, so that's that. You guys are uh, four for three right now. Next question has a multiple choice answer. Uh, you can get up to uh, two points on this one. And I don't know how this got in here, but this question is from P. P. McGee. <laughs> this is from P. McGee. Hmm. 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 Uh, don't know how he has access to that Discord, P. McGee. I think uh, he just DMs them directly to Viger. <laughs> I think he yeah. t- dumps them in the chat because he, he misses it so much. <laughs> uh, all right. So I guess, oof. so there's five answers here. I'm going to make it worth one point per two answers. Okay. okay. That's, that um, seems fair. So you need two answers to get a point. Um, so this is from P. Mickey. What are the five female exclusive middle stage Pokemon? Uh, so Nidorina. That is one, yes. Uh, Chansey. That is two, that is a point. Okay. Um, um, middle stage. This, this, uh, is, is interesting. Um, that are, o- they're only female. They're only female, yeah. Um, 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 what's the middle flower, the one that has the laser? The middle flower that has the laser? Oh! he had it. Oh, uh... Um, yeah, it's, it's not Florgis. Floet. Floet. That is another, yes. You need one more. Is, 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 the, is, the stupid trick room user in VGC is, is gender locked, isn't it? Hat, the hat. Oh, oh, uh, hat, that would be Hatrem then? Hatrem. That is correct. That is, that is four, that is two points. You guys have maxed it out. No, no, I want the fifth one though. I want, I want to, I want to try and guess it. I guess it right now, or I'm going to say it so we can move on. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think. Is Steeny gender locked? Steeny is the answer, yes. Yes, okay. Boom. I was thinking, like, the Sarina line. That is uh, that is correct. You guys got. You guys are now at, uh, you're at, uh, oh my gosh, I don't know how many points anymore. Um, you're All at of six, All of them. Six, six of for points. four. Six for six four. Six for four. Here we go. Um, you guys can be the first eight-point uh, eight trivia winners if you get this next question. Which is from Sleeve McDial. Oh no! Uh, which Ice type Pokemon has the lowest base speed stat? Well, Bergmite comes to mind immediately, yeah. but I don't. Um, what else is really really slow? A lot of Ice types are slow. Um, um, I, I do uh, think it could be Bergmite, just because. What it, about? What about what? What's the baby moth that started a cult? Oh, Snom? I don't think it's Snom, though. No, no, because that thing has a total of, like, I want to say, like, less than 100 BST. Oh, then it might be Snom. Because Bergmite has almost 30, and I can't think... Okay, that's too high. That's way too fast, then, for an ice type. I I think it might be Snom. I think you're right. (laughs) Because I remember Snom has less than 200 base stat. I don't remember its total, but it's probably Snom. Then if, if Snom is less than 200, then yeah, it definitely has to be that. Yeah. Especially because this is the game where uh, people find the Pokemon they want us to say and then figure out how they can get us to say it. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know <laughs> if that's true, but it's pro- like I never thought about it that way until now. Uh, 
So for the viewers, snom, 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 snom is your answer is snom. Yeah. Snom is correct with a base speed of 20. Um, the next is Feel with uh, 25, and both Bergmite and Avalog at 28. Oh, uh, gosh. I never would have gotten Feel. So, so Snob, so that gives you guys, you are the first to get eight points from Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Um, that <gasps> does change up our uh, our trivia our trivia rankings uh, pretty significantly because, because everybody's like, just like one game on the board. Uh, Woo! So let me go ahead. Um, oh, Claude, you're not on the board. You're not on the board <laughs> I'm on the board now. Your name's not even on the board. <laughs> well, this is my first episode. Oh, now it is. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's just for well, technically, you were on that one not too long ago. Yeah, but so we right now in first place have Linian with 13 points. In Dang. second place, we have Claude with eight points. <laughs> In third place, we have a two-way tie between P. McGee and R. Sigma with seven points. In fifth place, we have a two-way tie between Whimsicott and Seth Bilo with six points. And in seventh place, we have a two-way tie between Sublime and Basket with five points. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. That is Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We're going to take a short break, yell at you about an iTunes review, and kick it on over to the topic. We've got another iTunes review this week from NYJets42. Just started listening to this, but I'm already in love with this podcast. Loving each and every one of the segments, and I'm learning a lot about something I thought I already knew a lot about already. Wanted to get back into the competitive scene. This is also really helpful. Keep going and being awesome. Well, thank you for that. If you would like to leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it. It helps more people find the show. helps us just grow and become a better community. But we're going to kick things on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is... Animation outside of the main anime is the way we're going to phrase it. That's probably not the episode title that you read, because I probably came up with a better way to write it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what we want to talk about today, because Twilight Wings ended the other week, um, just not too long ago. And it was, uh, it was, uh, I don't, fine. If, yeah, fine. That's like the, that's, that's 100% the answer. It was, it was, yeah, it, it existed. It was all right. That's kind of how I just described Twilight Wings as a whole. Yeah, it was all right. Nothing egregiously bad, nothing amazing. I I really liked it. It was a cute, heartwarming story. It was all right. I never felt for John. Like, there's just episodes that just don't have him in it, like, at all. And then, like, they try to tie it in at the beginning of the end. It's very confusing because, like, like, you have John in episode one, and then literally you don't see John again until episode six. Well, they were, it was, it was, uh, the stories from the Galar region set with the framing device of, uh, the, the taxi service. And, like, that was kind of cool. One, I think it's too short to really do anything real justice. That is very fair. I, I thought it was too short just because if you look at the previous, like, animation things we got, like, Generations, I think, is the golden standard. Like, 100%. That's golden standard. And I, I didn't realize until we, like, started talking about this earlier today that we were going to do this, that they just keep progressively getting longer up until this one. Because, like, they, they have, like, one every gen. Like, they hype, they try to hype up that gen with, like, oh, hey, we're mm-hmm. going to do a cool little anime thing. And Generations was the one where they're just like, yeah, here's everything before Gen 7. And they, like, hyped it up uh, one mm-hmm. a week. And those were all really solid. Well, because it filled in all those, like, plot points that you didn't know about. It, it's not even that it filled in plot points. It was just sections of the games that we had all played. And mm-hmm. it made them awesome moments. I don't think I realized when playing through, like, gold and silver that uh silver was giovanni's son that's because you're not a real pokemon fan wow 
that's a joke obviously i so like for one i knew it for two reasons the manga really lays into that really heavy okay so if you don't read the manga well that's if you don't read the manga but if you ever did the celebi event in heart gold soul silver that was Which also a big thing <laughs> in the Harkle Soul Silver like moments. Like they had like a flashback where you went back in time and you saw Silver like leave Giovanni. He's like, see you later, dad. Mm. And you get it's to witness that. Angsty. And then you get to battle Giovanni and then you go back to the real time. Uh, I think I, I'm trying to remember because I'm like, I didn't read the anime, but I, I, I read the anime, read, read the manga. But I knew it was like, oh, because I read the synopsis on Cerebi. And never read the manga. I have up into Gold, Silver, Crystal in the manga in hard print. I mean, it's cool to have. Like, as a Pokemon fan, it's nice to have that piece of memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I honestly think to this day, and I do agree with the people who wrote it as well, like, it's like Satoshi Tajiri has come out and said that the best, like, representation of the Pokemon world in his mind is represented in the manga. I think the manga's okay up until the end of, like, Emerald. <laughs> And then after that, they switch publishing companies. The story's no longer continuous, really. Mm -hmm. And it apparently gets weird. I could be wrong. I think it wasn't until recently, though, that they finished the Black and White 2 manga series. (laughs) That is true, which is also why merch kept coming out in Japan for Black and White. Yes. Because it was still an active property. Like, that's nuts to think about, that it just finished. I think, like, this past year. Within the past year, it finished, um, if I remember. I don't know. 2020's been a really long year. And I don't know yes. what year things happened in, or what month, or what day. It's very confusing to me, and I don't know. Yesterday was yesterday was somehow March and also July, but definitely not August. Uh, maybe for you. <laughs> it's the fastest going slow year of my life. Right? Yeah. Um, it's very confusing. I'll wake up on Fridays and be like, what did I do earlier this week? I feel like I haven't accomplished anything this week. But whatever, it's fine. Back to animation. But if we're talking about animation that's not, you know, like the anime, but still animation, we have yes. to talk then about Pikachu's winter vacation. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that we need to talk about that at all. What are you talking about? It was a couple episodes back in Johto that just side-ranted the actual anime with Ash and a whole bunch of, you know, Christmas-themed events. I don't know that we need to talk about anything <laughs> with Ash or, like, or Pikachu in it. I, I'm I'm also scared of what Journeys means. I don't know, really. Journeys scared me when, like, the moment that you heard some random lady's voice say nice when Go caught a Pokemon. That bothered me. Like, I was, I was irked more than I should have been. I legitimately didn't notice. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't my, even My notice. wife and I were watching it, and we heard it, and we were just like, what was that? <laughs> we rewinded and watched it again. <laughs> Like, because we thought it might have been like Ash saying nice or something, but it's definitely not Ash. I think it's the <laughs> voice person who did Ash. Um, they just said nice, and I'm just like, because they're trying to copy Pokemon Go, and I'm like, this hurts me on a very emotional level. <laughs> if we're not going to talk about that, we do need to talk about the Mystery Dungeon animation special that came out when Explorers. Did. I remember that. Oh gosh, yes. Oh, I remember that. That legitimately sold me on those games way more than the games ever did. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know why. I felt, I felt, atta- I still feel attached to that. No, it was really cute. I, this might not count, but like Chronicles was kind of the same way too. I really liked Chronicles. Chronicles was really good. Like, I wish we got more stuff like that. Which is where you get Pikachu's winter vacation. Pikachu's winter <laughs> vacation is not part of Pokemon Chronicles. It is. It's episode 22. No. No, don't lie to me. I'm not. 
No, Pokemon Chronicles, why did you let me down? <laughs> Pokemon Chronicles, why did you let me down? There's no way. Oh, no, it is. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We're watching Thatch get betrayed live on air. I hurt. I hurt so bad. <laughs> po- Pokemon Chronicles, what did you do? There's so many good Pokemon Chronicles episodes that aren't that. Like, the Legend of Thunder series was really good. Yeah. I remember seeing just part of one episode of the Legend of Thunder series as a kid and not knowing it was the, the manga and just being so thrown. It's not the manga. It's it's literally I like, it, it's oh, its own thing. Oh, dear. It's its own thing. Huh. Yeah. That's why Raikou never got a movie. Because Legend of Thunder existed. It's really disappointing. Then they had the two episodes where, where it was like uh, Misty and Brock, like post Johto. Yep. And so like you actually get to see Brock go, I'm going to go to Hoenn. <laughs> And party it up. <laughs> then, yeah, no. Chronicles was it. Chronicles is the life, man. And then you've got like the random Gary Yoke episode where he is a professor, and like they're dealing with uh they're dealing with an Aerodactyl. Does anyone else remember the Mastermind of Mirage Pokemon? I remember or is that, that. Just me. I remember that Mirage. They Pokemon? changed the voice cast for it, and it's still one of the most cursed things I can think back. Well, that, that's when they switched the voice voice cast because that was like that was tied into like movie nine almost it was like it was like this weird it was like the Mewtwo returns in between movie eight and movie nine and so for those of you at home between lucario and mystery of mew and uh manaphy super saiyan ash movie (laughs) it was this like it was like this weird thing where like they purposely made it so like they wouldn't remember anything after it was over (laughs) then they like bring back memories from every single movie for some reason i that was a that that movie was a trip man Mystery of Mirage okay. Island. That was that was a trip. I don't need to watch that one again. It was really bad too. And it, like you said, it was when they switched voice actors. So like it was really jarring. Because I think I think there was a way you could get that in addition to Lucario and Mystery of the Mew at the time. Like you could get like as a dual pack both of those. Well, I know it was on Cartoon Network at at least like when it was yeah. airing. Because I sat down to watch it and I was like, nope, mm-mm, I, I don't believe I don't buy this. Yeah. <laughs> It was, uh, it was just like, that one was really jarring because it might have come out, it might have come out before like they started rolling the episodes for season nine. Um, that's, that might have been what it was. But yeah, that one was, uh, very, uh, very jarring. I do not want to go back. I remember as a kid spending lots of time, at least specifically with, I think it was Pokemon 2000, where they had that short little Pikachu adventure short beforehand. With the Pichu brothers, or they? No, no, no. The one in Pokemon Two Thousand is when like they hyped up a bunch of like Gen Two Pokemon, like Elekid, yeah, and stuff like that. They like hyped up a bunch of them, dude. I miss the anime being a tool to market me stuff that's coming up. I miss that so much because it happens so much all of the time, especially like up until Gen Four. It happened all of the time. You got Kecleon like a year before. They even finished the Johto anime and before Ruby and Sapphire even came out. Um, you had Blaziken at the end of Johto. You had um Bonsley at the end of Hoenn. You had Bonsley at the end of Hoenn, you had you had Munchlax at the end of Hoenn. Um Gen 1 was very crazy about it too. Like we had Hoenn uh Ho episode one. 
And then you also had uh, you had Meryl with Tracy during Pokemon season two. I don't know how to Orange Islands. Orange Islands. Um, yeah. But then at the end of Orange Islands, nobody really remembers this. Tracy like you did sketches, and he's like, "Hey, I found I did this sketch of this Pokemon I saw, and it's like obviously the head of an elected." And he's like showing people. He's like, "I don't even know what Pokemon this is." Ha ha ha. And then like obviously the more, most egregious example is Togepi, but like. Like, I remember the, that, and I miss that kind of stuff, where they would, yeah. like, hype up the next generation in the anime. That, I miss that a lot. Uh, Meltan kind of captured that magic again, but then I think the execution of Meltan itself was very poorly done. Yes. Even uh-huh. even now, I think the execution of Meltan is very poorly done. I like how it randomly just showed up and go. I thought that was just super I know, I love that. I thought that was a really cool thing, like, when it showed up and it was like, oh, it's a ditto or whatever. That was a really cool thing to see happen. Um, They did it really, they timed it really well because they did it at the same time as a community day. Right. They did it, like, right at the end of a community day. It was very cool. I appreciate that they did that. Um, I don't appreciate Meltan, but I appreciate that. Because I I think it's stupid that Meltan never got, like, a proper, like, in-game evolution method. I think, Mm -hmm. I still think that's dumb. Um, it just shows so, that they really animation. want to like wrap Pokemon Go around everything. But yeah, go ahead. Animation, yes. Animation. <laughs> go, I was I was going to go back to Twilight Wings, but sure. What about it? We should probably do that. The one issue I have with something like Twilight Wings that's only like seven episodes is it teases all the stuff they could do with the animation. And oh my gosh, the anime, right? And they don't because I'm like I want to follow more of these stories. Like so, I want to so know. Like, how someone like goes from a like 10 year old kid or however old they are now into being like, they are now a gym leader, how they compete through getting to be like, I'll throw all this. I think this shows honestly that there could be a market for like a more mature Pokemon anime. You can make things that are family friendly, but still appeal to adults and the Pokemon anime itself, I think has lost that. I think it's come back a lot from like it's low. Yes. But, um, I, it's not where it was like gen one, right? Um, like gen one, you could probably watch that as an adult and get some laughs. Team rocket has some legitimately good stuff in it. Yeah. Where, where it's just like, they make a lot of adult jokes that kids can't pick up on. I, I think even if you like walk, look back at like every generation that we got something in, cause like it started in gen five where we got like the really cool black two, white two trailer. Mm-hmm. That was really sick. That's like a super hype five minutes. Of just it, like things. It is. Yeah. It's a super hype five minutes and you're just like, wow, this is really cool. I want an anime like this. Nope. Can't have that. Because like all you need to do is literally take the story of the game, story of the manga, and just run through that. Do that verbatim almost and like add in some action scenes. Like that's all you need to do. Because right now I don't think Pokemon feels that much like I wouldn't I wouldn't compare the Pokemon anime to something like Naruto or something like honestly any other anime like. The, the description I like to use, at least in the past, was like the Pokemon anime today. Uh, it made a transformation from anime to uh, Saturday morning cartoon. Mm-hmm. It, ma- it made that transformation like somewhere around Hoenn. I would love to see like a scene where like it's like Lucario running on rooftops to try to catch a guy or something like that. That'd be yeah. crazy. I mean, Gen 6 are the same thing. Uh, hyping up Gen 6, we had Pokemon Origins, where it's just like, I would love to just watch like this. Yes. Like a whole a whole playthrough of Red Version. I would love that's this. that's the thing is I think at this point we're just tired of Ash. I think the problem more is that people like us like we're, we're obviously I don't know that TPCI cares about us. I'm going to be completely honest. Well, I'll put that out there. Um, but um, 
I, I don't know if they care about us as a demographic, but I think it's we're a demographic that they can grab a hold of more so. And I think there is room for just an anime that's just like, here's the story of each game. Let's play through it. Um, here's the story. We added some cool action scenes to it. And mm-hmm. you can make every season like 20 episodes. And you could probably finish the whole game in 20 episodes. You can even do less and do one gym badge an episode. Yeah, we don't even we don't need fluff. You know what I mean? Like we don't need fluff. You can do twenty two episodes. I think is enough to like do all of like the memorable things and still like add in some embellishment, right? Because like if you think about if you think about Gen One, it's just like here's your starter Pokemon, and maybe you do like Viridian Forest or something at the same time. Then you could be like, hey, Gym Badge, Mount Moon, Cerulean City. I'd even be excited just just to see like take your classic just like like detective show and just put it in the Pokemon world for like a couple. That would be cool to follow, like, like what, Officer Jenny's around with, and just see with, like... I feel like the implication of crime in the Pokemon world is not something they want to do. I'm, I'm yeah. Just an example, but yes. Petty crimes, petty crimes. Oh no, a Mankey stole a, a citrus berry. Um, yeah. And that's every yeah, episode. We're to have like, that's, I don't know if that would that want to destroy the world. <laughs> um, a petty crime, no, 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 that's too much. I, give me a sitcom that's supposedly a sitcom airing in the Pokemon world, <laughs> and I think I'd be down. <laughs> it's very meta, but the level of like, yeah, no, this is what people sit down to watch at 4 p.m. Is this where we get, go back to like the Dr. Uh, Audino? Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> like, there's there's definitely room for stuff. Like, I think there's room for stuff because they, they've really drifted away from some of this cool stuff uh, in the past. Like, they used to do a lot of original stuff, even like in the Hoenn anime. Like, it, it was Sinnoh. Sinnoh's where it died. Where they weren't doing like as much cool original stuff in the anime, and I think we could, I think they, I think they could do it. I think that it would be cool. It wouldn't be uh, you. You could just sell that anime as like an anime, and it would work out really well. I don't know how you would make money on it, but I'm sure they could find a way. I'm sure yeah. they would. I, I just I like where they're going with journeys because it doesn't seem it's not the traditional ash route of oh we got to collect all the badges and go to the elite four. They kind of tried to do that in Alola. Where it was just like, oh, yes. I don't need to, where he's not collecting things. And I really appreciated that for, oh, I, I appreciated that for a hot minute, but then Alola got really boring. Yeah, it, it just took mm-hmm. way too long to go through everything. It, they just didn't do it right. I think what they're doing now is they found a way to make fluff fun. Yeah. And because I, I would say most of those episodes are fluff episodes. Like there's four episodes where Go doesn't even get a Pokemon and they're still fun. Because I, I like the whole championship kind of like oh, oh yeah you you yeah. have a number and you have to raise your number battling other people yeah i think that's super cool i'm very excited by it like it, the anime's got a lot of potential now uh that i like where journeys is going the good. only thing i don't like is just like the obvious like pokemon go is a pillar of us now <laughs> it makes me sad it makes me sad because like I, I i definitely agree that like pokemon go is a huge thing also I feel like po- TPCI, this is a completely off topic from what we're talking about. I feel like TPCI has this love affair with Pokemon Quest that nobody else does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be, because comp- like yeah. if you watch the first episode of Journeys, there's like a Pokemon Quest reference in it because they have like Pokemon Quest art in it. And then you look again at like Isle of Armor and you've got Mustard playing Pokemon Quest on a Switch. And I just feel like TPCI really loves Pokemon Quest. But nobody else loves Pokemon Quest. I think they wanted it to be something much more than it became. 
I would say that's probably true for everything that they come up. Like they want everything to be the next Pokemon Go. It's not. Like it's not. You're not going to do that because of what Pokemon Go is. Like Pokemon Go is hype because Pokemon Go is catching Pokemon in the real world on your phone. It 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 hit a um um, not a niche. It hit a uh, emotional resonant point exactly that you have to match. Yes. And you can't match that because it's so specific. Mm-hmm. And they, I feel like that's what they wanted from Pokemon Masters, which they obviously didn't get. They've wanted that from Pokemon Quest. Uh, I don't think they want that from Pokemon Cafe. I think they just wanted something to replace Pokemon Shuffle. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating like to see those kinds of games come out and just see like a lack of, I don't want to say like a lack of care, but like I, I feel like they could take that energy and put it into something else that would be a really cool like love letter to their fans and i feel like tpci just doesn't do that all the time i think i think what it comes down to is animation or otherwise they need to ask themselves a very simple question it's the same reason that quest failed it's the same reason that cafe mix won't be a a big thing it's the same reason masters failed is they need to ask themselves whenever they're making their next product what fantasy do we want to appeal to and how do we get that into the hands of our fans because I think they're just kind of guessing at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just throwing they're... things at the wall. That's why we got Pokemon Unite. I'm, gonna, I'm not going right. to lie. Like, that's I'm how really you get Pokemon, Pokemon Unite. Unite. I'm like super pumped for it. Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon Unite, I, I'm only excited for it because I am more than willing to like sponsor a team to play at Nationals or something. Like, I'd All love right, to do it. Go. Like, we don't even have to be good because we're going to be one of 16 teams that walk up there. Okay. <laughs> It depends, because it could be a really good game. Like, we don't know much about it yet. That's, ah, I don't feel too good about it. Like, I feel like it Mm -hmm. fills a niche. I feel like the niche that it fills can also, like, so what worries me is it's it's run by Tencent. And outside of, like, the moral implications of it being run by Tencent, Tencent also runs, like, League of Legends, right? Yes. And so League of Legends is, like, a MOBA. Just I'm like fine Unite. with the Pokemon version of League of Legends. That sounds fun. No, so we are not the... We are a bad example. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of the typical person, but it reminds me a lot of the story of the Pokemon TCG. When the Pokemon TCG was owned by Wizards for the longest time, What hap- the reason TPCI took the TCG back was because Wizards w- stopped having tournaments for Masters level p- players, you know, like we have now. Because they wanted to use Pokemon as a gateway into Magic. And so they would only host Magic tournaments for people of, like, our age. And I can see something similar happening with Tencent. Where they use Pokemon Unite as, like, a gateway to get kids into League of Legends. And make them the most toxic fan base of all time. Can you imagine Pokemon fans with League? Uh, no... We're already bad. Please don't. I wouldn't say that the online Pokemon community is the healthiest community right now. It's definitely After, better than other ones, though. I mean, uh, I was going to agree with you up until there was a death brigade for Joe Merrick during the whole Dexit thing. And after that, I think we're kind of grounds to eradicate the entire species. I lost a lot of faith with Dexit. Like, I'm I, like, I'm obviously not happy about it, but I was never like, hey, let's hunt down people for it. And people just got like way out of hand for that. Uh, it, it's it's not something that's great. 
I think that they could do really cool things, though. Like, getting a new anime would be fantastic. I would love it. I would love, like, a, an anime that's more mature. Mature is the right word. I don't want, like, an adult. They don't need to do, like, gruesome, gory things. But I would be super into, like, just following Red on his entire journey through Kanto, uh, following Gold through his entire journey through Johto, and so on and so forth, and just giving me the story. I think that would be good. I think 22 is probably a little tight if you want to have anything other than them just succeeding. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, I'm just thinking like of lightening the load off them. I yeah. mean, you could skip some yeah. things, but you could hit you could hit a lot of nostalgia points in like a Pokemon red and blue anime. You know what I mean? But do we really need to go back to Kanto anymore? Just, yeah, don't start with Kanto. Start with something yeah, else. Yeah, like, this is where uh, they, go, they go to Sinnoh. Start Sinnoh release. I think they've spent their Kanto nostalgia dollars. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> like, the I, problem is they, they still think they spend. Uh, they tried. I think I think the moment that it really clicked for me that the fan base doesn't want that was, like, when, uh, when the full decks leaked for Sword and Shield. People saw that Charizard was the only Kanto starter that made it, and there was a collective just, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> There's a collective, are you kidding me in the community? And I'm just like, okay, so it's starting to break. Like even okay. the people who were just like, Oh, Dexa can't be that bad. And then when they saw that was just Charizard, they're just like, okay, I'm, I'm over it. Cause it's clear pandering. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I would love to see them not have to lean on that. Don't lean on the pandering. Um, like don't listen to me, come up with something cool and unique that makes me still like it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I, I don't think Dynamax and Gigantamax were quite those things. Though Dynamax is, is more balanced, I would I would admit, than Z moves. As far as like VGC is con- like is considered, I really like Dynamax in it, because it makes everything a lot more interesting than just a yes. normal doubles battle. So I think Dynamax is a really cool thing and they wanted like inter- mechanically, I think it's very cool. I'm trying to think of how it's I don't know if I like it as much in the anime. Hmm. Um, it doesn't make sense in the anime. It just kind of happens. Yeah, no, yeah. they just go, it doesn't, they follow doesn't the rules in the anime. If you pay attention, they only get three moves off. All right. Mm-hmm. They they only get three moves off. Yeah, fun fact. Just pay attention. It doesn't. It, it's not as big of a wow factor as like the Z moves oh, yeah. were. As far as like animation and like those battles. I do agree with that, mm-hmm. but I don't care about the anime in terms of that stuff. I just no, think in terms but of the that was the topic, franchise. so I'm trying to. Tie everything back That's around. That's why we spent so much time talking about everything else. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a good place to stop. We're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 471, Glaceon, the fresh snow Pokemon. Its moon Pokedex entry says, It freezes its fur into icicles, spiky and sharp, and tackles its prey. That's a cool way to do it. It reminds me of Jolteon. Except ice. What's hilarious to me is that's the Pokemon with, it does that with its... 60 attack instead of using its 130 special attack. Yes, uh, I... <laughs> so I remember when Glaceon and Leafeon were announced in Gen 4, back in Gen 4. Mm-hmm. And so I, I remember that, and I remember being super hyped, and then I was super disappointed. <laughs> because neither of them were great. 
Bit, yes. But Glaceon can be okay. So Glaceon's got a, uh, I mean, it's an evolution, so it's got the same stats as the rest of them, just reorganized. So base 65 HP, not great. Base 60 attack, meh, if it's special attack's okay, which it is. Base 110 defense, that's pretty okay, except that's being ice type good. is kind of bad. Base 130 special attack, that's pretty decent for an ice type. That, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, and then base 95 special defense, not bad either. No. Base 65 speed, kind of sucks. Yeah. Crippling. So, uh, it's also an ice type. It doesn't have, like, great move pool. It doesn't have terrible move Yeah, it does. But it doesn't have a great move pool. All you need is ice and, like, Shadow Ball. Yeah, that's all it gets. Lucky hit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not... It doesn't have, like, the greatest move pool. It does get Snow Cloak and Ice Body as its two abilities, which are... Okay. At They're best. meh at best. But we've got a team that Claude drove, so he can always tell us if something's better than we thought it was. So this team's obviously centered around Glaceon, holding choice specs with snow cloak so things can't hit it if the hail's going. Mm-hmm. And it's base, it's uh, 222 special attack, 36 special defense, and 252 speed. Do, what's the 36 special defense for? Do you know, Claude? Yep, it is. Uh, I, I don't know at all. I'll okay. Let me see if I can figure it if they say anything about it. I it's think it a, might be to hit some base, like to. Oh, it's it's, it's to survive something, like a yeah. dragapult or something, uh, I'm sure. Mm. Timid Nature, Freeze Dry, Ice Beam, Blizzard, Shadow Ball. Wow, how many? <laughs> Ice Beam and Blizzard. To be yes. fair, I don't know what else you put there. Well, so in doubles, there's times where, oh, we're just going to go for the freeze chance and hit Blizzard yeah. and make that work. Or, oh, yes. we only triggered a single thing. Or Freeze yeah. Dry. Oh, there's a Well, so Blizzard hits both opponents, too. So you, you get the power drop then. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, it all depends on how much yes. damage you want yes. to do. Rillaboom is also on this t- team. It's a G-Max, of course, because why not? Like, what? why not? It's got Grassy Surge, holding a Life Orb, uh, Adamant Nature, 252 Attack, 252 Speed, Fake Out, Woodhammer, Grassy Glide, Protect. That's a Rillaboom. Yep, pretty much. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. That's, that is a Rillaboom. That, that's the same. <laughs> like Rillaboom right now. Yes. So the main pairing for this is Glaceon and Vanillux, which is also on this team. Uh, holding a focus band. And you may be asking yourself, a focus band? Yes, a focus band, not a focus sash. And here's their reasoning behind it. If you have a focus sash, it activates only once when you're at full health and you guaranteed live a hit. However, if you're not at full health, you it, it, it's a useless item. Whereas a focus band can activate as many times as you get lucky. Well, not being at full health. This reasoning's not good. This reasoning's not good. <laughs> no, no, this is perfect reasoning. Because this can happen multiple times. And granted, it only activates every 10%, but you can just get lucky. And then. Okay, okay, but that's like super lucky. Like, you, do you understand the percentage chance of hitting it twice? Just hitting it once is 10%. You don't have to be at yeah. full health, though. Yeah, yeah, but do you understand the percentage chance of having it happen twice is 1%? 1%, yeah. And okay. 1% of the time, you will win more games. <laughs> and everyone's just trying to get their win rate up by like one percent thatch exactly in his point thank I you i don't know that i have but that's okay. but anyways the vanillix has focus band snow warning uh 252 special attack four special defense 252 speed modest nature uh with ice beam freeze dry blizzard and protect and the main thing with this is between in uh in the hail Vanillix and Glaceon, if they both go for Blizzard, mm-hmm. there's a 20% chance they're going to freeze something. 
Oh, that's true. So that that's the whole point is you freeze something and now they're just I tilted. that's not how that's not how percentages work actually. Uh, I think when you hit both of them with 10%, it I it says about 20%. Doesn't add. So what you'd have to no, do no, so the percentage chance of them getting frozen I'm pulling a is, calculator up. It's is fine. is 0.9 times 0.9 one minus that. Uh, so and it's, uh, it's well, no, and no, then no. it's times point nine because there's two. There's yeah, yeah. It's point nine squared. It's two. It's, it's two, right? So so it's one yeah. minus point nine squared. So you have a roughly sixty five percent chance that nothing gets frozen. Yes. Okay, sixty five that nothing gets frozen, and, and so thirty five percent chance. You All get right, frozen. it's better than, it's better than twenty. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, it's better than twenty. That's why I was telling you don't add them. All right, then it's thirty five percent chance you freeze something if you hit both your blizzards on both of them. Yes, which is. Really, really good. That's not bad. Especially VGC. Mm-hmm. And the other really fun mod we have here is Dracovish. Strong jaw, 204 HP, 244 attack, 20 defense, 20 special defense, and only 20 speed. With an adamant nature, vicious rend, psychic fangs, low kick, and protect. And this Dracovish is holding a quick claw. I, and you may be asking yourself, no. a quick claw? Why not just run Toy Scarf? Well, no, no, they 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 don't ask why not run choice scarf. It's why not run a good item. <laughs> choice scarf is a good item though for Dracovish. Like that's what they're comparing this. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just say good item in general though, because like or yes. or even anything that's not a quick claw. Like why not just run no item? Because <laughs> <laughs> quick claw is better than no item. I don't know about no, that. No, it's not. Poltergeist exists. <laughs> you have protect, and you can be faster than poltergeist. So that's the thing. Like they were when they were building this team, they were thinking, oh, choice scarf, you only get speed up granted in some when people activate trick room uh trick room they want priority they want priority exactly and that's the point of the quick claw is you get priority and you can switch up your move whenever you want and it's only a 20 percent activation and the thing is when you hit it off like your vicious runs do so much more damage now that you don't have to worry about the person's gonna be so tilted when when it actually happens exactly and that's the point the point isn't to win (laughs) Like I could condition isn't knocking the opponent's Pokemon out. It's making them so angry they miss a turn. (laughs) It's sending them a message (laughs) that they shouldn't play. I hate this team. So this team ended up, I think, on like the Japanese ladder at the end of last season, like ninth place. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So uh we we've got two more members. I've heard somebody I I hear somebody's just like really, really, really adamant about making this work. So, uh, the last two that we've got here, we have Incineroar with an Agwav Berry. It's got Intimidate because it's an Incineroar. It's got 236 HP, 228 attack, 4 defense, 12 special defense, and 28 speed. No idea what those are calced for, but they are. Numbers. They're numbers. Uh, it's got yep. Fake Out, Flare Blitz, Lash Out, and Protect. It's a pretty basic Incineroar, except it doesn't have Parting Shot and is offensively invested but hey whatever floats your boat mm-hmm. yeah and then we've got sure. assault vest dragapult it's running clear body because this is physical and there are too many intimidators and there's too many incineroars yep yeah i i don't know any other intimidator right now <laughs> in vgc so uh i do know the hp stat uh the hp evs is to so that it hits 200 at level 50 oh that's good to know well what does that Guaranteed. I think it lets it survive, like, a plus one hit from something. Okay. Uh, 212 HP, uh, it's physical, it's got only 44 points in speed. 
which is peculiar on a Dragapult, but this thing's so fast by nature, you still get to outspeed things. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think that's actually fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's got Sucker Punch to kill opposing Dragapult. Uh, it's, it's got a uh, assault vest, just uh, for the reference here. It's got Phantom Force to stall out uh, Dynamax and just also to hit with a physical ghost move. It's the only one it gets. Mm-hmm. It's got Dragon Darts to either do split damage or focus fire. It's a very good move in doubles. And Fly to max airstream and stall out turns. Yes. So this drag, like no one expects Dragapult to ever be a salt vest. So you live a lot more hits. Oh, than I'm you seeing. Would I'm seeing. Why. Ever expect? And because Dragapult is just naturally a, a strong Pokemon in itself, you can fire back, and it's a great Gigantamax Mon. We have found out. Like between being able to max airstream and something, now you are the fastest thing on the field if you weren't beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like you can sucker punch other Dragapults that they don't expect because a lot of Dragapults in VGC are special. Not necessarily physical, or if they are, they're mixed or some kind. So, so the reason that it's forty-four speed EVs uh, is because it's exactly what I thought. It's so it outruns all base one hundred speeds. Yep, it's one hundred. It outspeeds mainly Charizard. Yes, it will outspeed my Charizard. That is why. Yeah, and its reasoning for assault vest is the anti Porygon Z. Oh yeah, makes sense. I'm into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Porygon Z is a monster. If like when it maxes mm-hmm. and difficult to deal with, and this deals with it. Yep. I agree with that. Porygon Z is so good. Where's Porygon Two? Wait. <laughs> uh, so if you want to, uh, if you want to watch Claude uh, and P. McGee crush some people with this team, you can go over to our YouTube channel and uh, watch them do that. Yep, this Wednesday. Yep, this Wednesday. So on that uh, on that note, I am going to we're going to kick things on over to the mailbag to read your emails. It's mail time. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag today is brought to you by Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 Uh, This is the part of the show where we read your emails on the show. You send them in to pucklepodcast.com. We read them. Mostly in private, but three of them get on the show <laughs> and uh, hopefully spark discussion. We'll give you guys a cool role in the discord if you spark some cool discussion. So let's go ahead and jump right into these emails. Last week, we wanted to ask you guys what uh, made a Pokemon special to you. So we're going to we're going to get into it. So this first one is going to be from Skullmane Banky. Hey there, Thatch and co-host and the community. Oh, he he welcomed the community. Because those are the only people left listening now. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Skullbane Banky here. First email, and I'm writing in after a 12-hour shift, so please give me a break on grammar and stuff. You already have paragraphs. You're winning. Yeah. That's mostly how Thatch picks the emails now. It's just, does your your email have paragraph breaks? (laughs) (laughs) When I think of my favorite Pokemon, obviously it's not an easy answer, since it changes pretty much every playthrough I do. As of recently, I adore Dunsparce due to a Black 2 playthrough, where I only use two of them for the whole game. But for the most special Pokemon, it has to be be all of my Pokemon from my original Sapphire game. For my 11th birthday, I think, I got to pick out one third-gen game, so I chose Sapphire. But when the lady grabbed the game, she grabbed Ruby instead. But as a shy kid, I just accepted my fate. Oh, and it was still Pokemon, gosh. so it was great. No, I read this email. It actually, it's okay. 
The weekend after, my great uncle brought a late present and it was sapphire. In my head, it was a bloody miracle. It never once had gone through my head that this was probably planned by my parents since he was probably bought it before I got Ruby. I played it all the way through with a, with a Swampert, Breloom, Crawdont, Zangoose, traded from the Ruby file I had started, Seviper, and a Ludicolo. I was looking forward to showing him that I beat the game uh, he got me, but unfortunately he passed away before I had a chance to see him again, and he lived on the other side of Canada. Uh, Canada is a large place. Oof. So I have just had this team, plus some others from that save, slowly moving up through the generations with me. It's just great to have something he gave me join me through the years like that. Sorry for the sap and the long email, but thanks for reading Skullmane Banky. Now, that was an appropriate length email. <laughs> yes, a very good email. And it was very good, and it had paragraph breaks. So far, that's my nominee for Green Taurus. There was that, you think so? The, the sapphire? the best we've heard today. Best we've heard so far. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so the next one today is going to be from uh, Pokefan Sleeve. All right. So, hi, Puckle people. Sleeve here again to share some thoughts on what makes a Pokemon special. I think you hit the nail on the head in the last episode when you said it's the memories associated with the Pokemon. For instance, all Pokemon I've gotten through Puckle giveaways get given a nickname, such as Puckle Gone 2, and more recently, Puckle Rona, oh. and become my favorite Pokemon because of that species. That's an <laughs> unfortunate name. He did it. I think he did it on purpose, but that's that's fair. Fair. I would also say that Pokemon that have made it through Nuzlocke's become more special. You spend a lot of time with your team in a Nuzlocke and develop a lot of memories with that team. For instance, Graham the Eevee from my Crystal Nuzlocke will always hold a special place in my heart for the way he tanked a Hyper Beam from Lance's level 50 Dragonite. He had no right to survive that attack, and it won me the battle with no casualties. Big shout out to Graham the Eevee. He deserved it, buddy. Shout out to Claude. <laughs> poor Claude. Oh, poor Claude. In the arms of the angels. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, those kinds of memories cause you to develop a bond with that specific Pokemon that make you want to transfer them up uh, into your most recent games or keep them with you at home. Thanks a lot for the content you produce. Love the show and everything that goes on around it. Stay safe, keep battling, buckle fan sleeve, and Graham the Eevee. The the Eevee that tanked a Hyper Beam. How did that happen? <laughs> I want details. How did that work? How does that work? Is it just like Whoa. a stupid overleveled Eevee that somehow didn't evolve by then? Uh, do you well, want like the, the actual? Game, it might not have been able to. No, no. In in Crystal, you absolutely could. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. That the whole point because that's why they they like kept the evolutionary stones away from you in Gen two until post game. So outside uh, of like the Sunstone. And maybe the Moonstone? They probably gave you a Moonstone. But it was, uh, but they like kept the, they kept like the Firestone, Leafstone, Thunderstone, and Waterstone all away from you. Because they wanted you to, they wanted you to use the new evolutions of the Pokemon that use those that were available. They were all friendship. Oh. I ran some numbers. Just okay. for fun. Okay, just to I'm see, interested. Like, I'm interested on how an Eevee can tank a Hyper Beam from a, from a Dragonite. 50 Dragonite. So, if both of them are level 50, no mm -hmm. EVs at all, like no EVs, and yeah, yeah. I think he, even no. I, I, if you if you put no IVs, I might change everything. But yeah, I mean, let me check that. Yeah, no EVs, no IVs in anything. Yeah, Hyper Beam can't kill an EV. What if they're both level fifty? Let me make sure everything is as neutral. As I possible. actually believe that EVs got like decent stats. Like a quirky Dragonite level fifty, no special attack at all. 
Hyper Beam only does like seventy. Well, Hyper Hyper Beam in Gen Two wouldn't have been a special attack. It would have been a special oh, been a attack. Physical. Never mind. Uh, let me do attack, the wrong yeah. calc then. Look, I don't know how there can't be EVs. It's right there. He's using a Hyper Beam on one. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Speaking um, of which, let's move on to the next email from uh, from Devin the Duskull. Hyper Beam just doesn't kill it from full health if they're both the same level. That's bizarre. That's that's bizarre. Devin the Duskull. Hey, Puckle Pals. I've been listening for a little and was so excited to hear this most recent question because I love to talk about my personal most favorite, most special line, the Rug and Roll line. When Black and White came out, I bought a copy of both and gave one plus a used DS to my best friend. We just graduated high school and had a lot of free time that summer, and she'd never played a Pokemon game before. We had a blast just hanging out in my parents' basement, playing through and sending each other Pokemon with dumb names. I sent her a Rog and Rolla that ended up being her f- absolute favorite Pokemon. She didn't continue playing after we finished, but she still loves Rog and Rolla, and because of our memories together with it, I love it too. Gigalith is easily my favorite rock type, and Rog and Rolla was my first ever fa- first ever shiny when I recently started shiny hunting. Everything about the line makes me happy. Thanks for making me smile so often, Devin the Duskull. Yeah, I like that though. Like that's a good reason. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to play Pokemon with your friends. You guilt them into it. Yep. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, I love playing. Like I love when you can play with somebody at the same time. Like I've got a built-in friend now. That's my wife. But like before I was dating my wife, or before we got married, it was cool. It was always cool to like have somebody get the game at the same time. So that you could experience that hype with somebody else. Like, it, we have the Puckle community, and I'm grateful for that. But, like, there's nothing like it having somebody, like, in real life do it with mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's a really good time if I can just be, like, hanging out in my living room six feet apart and go, Hey, <laughs> do you have this Pokemon? Because you got this version and I got this version. Let's trade. Let's get the version exclusives, you know? I really appreciate that kind of stuff. And Black and White, too, honestly. like Or Black and White, I should say. Honestly, um, in retrospect, not bad games to do that with. At the time, I probably would not feel that way. <laughs> but there's lots of trade evolutions to do and stuff like that. But uh, I'm glad that your friend really likes Rogue and Rolla. It can be shiny in Pokemon Go this week. So yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Also, Rogue and Rolla has like a really solid shiny. Like it's got a good shiny. It's like purple with like the blue thing instead of the red thing on its head. It's pretty cool. I'm into it. But thank you for that email, Devin. Green Tauros badge time. I, I for one, would like to nominate uh, nominate uh, Skullmane Banky. We received a lot yeah. of emails this week. I really we need did. to start doing this. Thanks this week. But uh, I, I really appreciate everybody who sent it in. I really need to start doing videos to, to just, like, show you guys how much. It actually be really good because somebody actually sent in an email that was just to, like, gush about modding Game Boy Advances with me. <laughs> <laughs> And he sent, like, pictures of the Game Boy Advances he's modded. And they're really cool, and he sent out this picture. And I, I unfortunately couldn't uh, – c- you can't show that on a podcast. But if we did a video, I could show it on the video. Well, there you go. There we go. There's a solution. Uh, I will think about doing that this week. So thank you once again for that. If you want to send an email in next week, you can send it to depucklepodcast.com. Green Taurus badge, though. I think uh, I personally want Skullmane Banky. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Perfect. Lenny, you don't get a vote. Okay. Skullmane Banky, you get the Green Tauros badge. <laughs> Just ask for it on the Discord server, or uh, we'll see you and probably give it to you because you're there all the time. Send in emails next week, though. Pucklepodcast.com. We talked about the anime. What kind of anime would you like to see Pokemon make? That's the question next week. Remember to do it in paragraph form, and you'll have a better chance of being read. 
Honestly, yes. Elevator pitches, folks. Elevator pitches. Yeah, I don't need, like, I don't want the 22 episode, episode by episode synopsis, but, like, concept. Concept, guys. But thank you for that. If you want to keep up with Puckle throughout the week, the most important place to go is our Discord server. Discord.gg. With, there's a T in there in the invite. It's also in the show notes. <laughs> uh, do that. But you can also follow us on social media over on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. You can also uh, follow us over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast, where we're going to have that awesome 12-ish hour stream next week to help support Child's Play. So please come out for that. Also, please come out Come over to the YouTube channel to watch Claude, myself, do stupid things. I'm playing a Nuzlocke. Claude also played the Nuzlocke with me last. Yeah. And then we're all, we're also going, they're also doing their uh, cool Pokemon of the episode videos to kind of tie things in. And I know a lot of people have been enjoying those. So please check that out. Let's see. Uh, that's where I go. And then I go, oh, if you want to support the show, several ways to do so. Go over to Twitch. You can jump uh, Twitch Prime membership over there. We really appreciate any support you can give us. Uh, you can also go over to TeePublic buy any shirts it really helps us out and uh if you want to go over to patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast to uh just donate more directly get access to cool things like giveaways next month i think we're giving away uh zarud and celebi on patreon Ooh. so yeah in case you don't want to go buy a movie ticket for a movie you won't see you can support your puckle pot your local puckle podcast is it bad that i actually kind of want to see the that movie so i will say that the trailer makes me think that it's going to be a good movie in spite of zarud Yes. The movie looks good in spite of Zarud. Zarud is like the worst part of that trailer. If it was honestly like anything, any other Pokemon, that would be a fantastic movie. <laughs> but I digress. That is a, this is a good place to stop. Here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Linian. And I've been Claude Nye. And it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.